How's it going there, everyone? Your host, Dean Kulawira here, and thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Tech Talks with a Tech Recruiter. I had a great, awesome, high-energy, enthusiastic guest today uh, who I was very excited to speak with. Uh, his name was Bola Adesope, and he's a Scrum Master and Agile Coach, and uh, he, I brought him on to speak about Scrum as well as the role of the Scrum Master. And in addition to that, of course, best practices, challenges, mistakes made by Scrum Masters, uh, Bola's advice and tips and strategies and all of that. It was a very insightful, great episode, and Bola dropped so many nuggets of wisdom and had a lot of positive feedback from the audience. So uh, make sure you check out this episode. Uh, if you want to tune in live to my live stream, uh, I, I usually release or, or I go live on my LinkedIn page, um, sorry, my LinkedIn profile as well as my Facebook page. Uh, every Tuesday with my for my Tech Talk segment. So make sure you check that out. It's, it should be my website uh, in terms of the links. And uh, the website should be in the description for the pod, for this uh, podcast episode. So check it out. My website is www.deanculover.com. Hope you, uh, hope you enjoy this episode. And uh, let's get right into it. All right. How's it going, everyone? Good morning. Good morning. Hope everybody's doing great. Uh, let me know in the comments. You can see me and hear me okay as usual. Just wanted to make sure my audio and video is good before we get started with today's very exciting episode. Uh, and uh, let me know in the comments, folks, where uh, who you are, where you're tuning in from, which city. I'm, I'm sure most of you are from uh, right here in Toronto. But uh, let me know where you're tuning in from. I'm just getting some a few things <clears throat> uh, in line over here at my end. And it uh, looks like we do have some people tuning in. So um, make sure you hit like, folks, or like, or celebrate, or insight, you know, all those different icons, whatever you want to uh, pick, make sure you put that down. And let me know in the comments uh, who you are and where you're tuning in from. And uh, I'll give it a few minutes before getting today's uh, today's awesome topic uh, started with my awesome guest uh, for today. Uh, looks like people are tuned in. Don't be shy. Put in the comments. Let me know who you are and where, which city you're from. I I see people putting likes, uh, so I really appreciate that. And uh, is everybody everybody tuning in from Toronto or whereabouts? Any other any other cities? Any other countries? Always happy to see meet people from all over the world as well. Uh, let me know in the comments. And I'll just give it a few more seconds here. And uh, all right, we got the comments coming in. We got Varun from uh, Brampton. B Town is in the house. Uh, we got Paris Gavahi. Hey, hey uh, who says hello, Dean? Thanks for the awesome lives. Yeah, no worries, uh, Paris. I appreciate your feedback. Uh, appreciate that, Paris, uh, for you tuning in. We got Pooja from Ottawa. We got Mahesh from Mumbai, India. Wow, Mahesh, all the way from Mumbai. Thanks so much for tuning in. Appreciate that, my friend. We got Ashwita from Brampton as well. Looks like Brampton is representing today, folks. We got Minal from India. We got. Uh, Counselor Ali from Kashmir. Wow, Kashmir. I think you're the first viewer I've I've uh, met online, Counselor from Kashmir, which is so awesome. That's really cool. We got OB from Toronto. We got Upinder Jeet from Brampton. Oh, man, folks, B-Town is representing. I, I hope the other the other areas of Toronto are tuning in as well. Uh, let me know in the comments. We got uh, Ketan from India. Thanks so much for tuning in, Ketan. We got uh, Magesh from Toronto. Uh, thanks for tuning in, Magesh. Uh, who else? Who else? Let me know in the comments, folks. We got Molly from Nigeria. All right. Nigeria is in the house. Nigeria is in the house. My guest today is originally from Nigeria as well. So uh, thanks for tuning in, Molly. Uh, we got Gaurav, uh, very own Toronto. Awesome. The six is in the house. We got Sumit Paul from Hamilton. Hamilton is in the house as well. 
Uh, and Sumitpal says he's a recent CSM. That's awesome, Sumitpal. You're going to get a lot of value out of today's conversation. Uh, Ziaudin, uh, sorry, Zia, Ziaudin from Scarborough. Ziaudin, thanks so much for tuning in. Appreciate that. Scarborough, Scarborough's in the house. And we got Mark from Markham. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in, Mark. <clears throat> And a person from North York. Awesome. Sounds good. Ritika tuning in. Great. Thanks so much, folks. Uh, and then keep the comments coming. Uh, so before we get started, before I bring in my amazing guest today, just a few announcements and, and a few heads up. So uh, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, I appreciate you tuning in uh, into my live stream. So I actually do uh, these live streams three times a week. And uh, just to give an idea for everyone. So on Tuesdays is my Tech Talks for the Tech Recruiter, which is today's segment. Uh, and my guest is Bola, who I'm going to be introducing shortly. Uh, Wednesdays is the show that I do by myself. So I go in, I go live on uh, Wednesday mornings, also at 11 a.m. Eastern time zone. And I speak about a job search uh, topic, various job search topics. And then on Thursdays is my job search chat where I uh, uh, invite other job search experts to come in and talk about uh, job search tips and advice. And that's for those of you who are sick and tired of hearing me talk all the time and posting my videos and stuff. So I wanted to bring in other experts in to, to speak their, their minds in, in terms of tech as well as uh, in regards to the job search, right? And uh, now, now uh, for this Thursday, there is a special episode. I'm actually having uh, my guest is uh, Zina Tali, uh, who's an immigration consultant. So he's going to be speaking about uh, great information for those of you who are looking to move to Canada, or maybe you're already moved here. You have questions about your status, your work visa, especially if there's, uh, you know, these various situations in regards to COVID and, and delays and all that. <clears throat> so that's going to be this Thursday, folks, at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time zone. So mark your calendar. Uh, make sure you tune in and visit my profile during that time for that. It's going to be a great discussion. Now, without further ado, my, my amazing, awesome guest today is Bola. So Bola is uh, someone that I connected with, uh, again, someone I met actually before Bola even came to the country. So this is the importance of being very active on LinkedIn, folks. You get to meet amazing people from all over the world. And you know what? I can't understand people who say you should only connect with people in your own city or people in your own community and stuff like that. You have to be open, folks. You got to connect with people all over the world, right? And uh, today, and again, today's my today's uh, amazing guest is Bola, and Bola is a Scrum Master and Agile Coach, and he's a multi-award winning Agile and Business Transformation Consultant, Speaker, Trainer, and Coach. Very dynamic guy uh, with experience across North America, Europe, and Africa, and he has experience working in business analysis, project portfolio management, and change management. And his most uh, recent experience has been working as a scrum master and agile coach, right? And uh, for organizations such as Bell Canada, Allstream, and Sonnet. Uh, he's also been involved with, an, with a number of agile business and digital transformation programs, right? And he's the co-founder of Helping Other People Succeed. Amazing organization, folks. And we're going to speak, speak, we're going to have Bola speak about this organization at the end. But I have personally been uh, a part of uh, one of their events as a speaker. Awesome community, awesome crowd, awesome audience. Uh, great organization to uh, get involved with. So we're going to speak about that at, uh, uh, probably later on in the segment. Uh, which And again, hop, uh, helping other people succeed is HOPS, uh, an initiative that supports career and mindset transformation of professionals in 10 countries. So a uh, great organization, great, exciting guest, folks. Make sure everyone uh, give, uh, give Bola a, a warm welcome in the comments. And what I love about Bola, he's a high-energy guy. He's a high-energy positive energy. So I expect all of my viewers, all of my audience, I want everyone to bump their energy up because Bola is a very, uh, again, very positive, enthusiastic guy. And everyone give him a warm, warm welcome in the comments. And I'm going to bring Bola in shortly here uh, as soon as I figure out this thing. And uh, here we go. 
Bola, welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot for having me. Hi, everyone from wherever you're joining from. I can see my guys representing from Nigeria. Nigeria. Yes, yes, Nigeria. <laughs> from all over the world, man. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day all over the world. And thank you so very much, um, Dean, for one, setting up this, this, this platform and enlightening people, uh, adding positively to professionals all over the world i get a lot of feedback from folks that we connect with not just in toronto not just in ontario not just in canada from all over the world man so it's a real privilege and honor for me to be here uh with you right Th thank you so much bola and, and thanks so much appreciate that we got a whole bunch of people uh giving you shouts shout outs bola we got obi we got yeah Th thanks so much for the warm welcome everyone i uh, really appreciate that bola spending uh, you know his personal time out of his schedule to uh, you know, speak to all of us about uh, this space, this exciting space that he's in, uh, to help all of you that that uh, you know might have your own questions about uh, you know Scrum and 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 the, the role of a Scrum master. So thanks so much everyone for tuning in and I appreciate the positive uh, welcome for Bola. So Bola, uh, before we get into uh, you know the actual questions, did I miss anything about you? Anything else you want to tell the viewers about yourself and and your experiences? Um, well, nothing. Biggie, so uh, okay. recently I was nominated uh, for the RBC Top 25 uh, Canadian Immigrants Award. And in wow, my head, when I looked at that, when I looked at the list, I was like, what's happening? Where is Dean, man? This is <laughs> Biggie, man. I'm talking to you like I'm, I'm telling you. Like I was like, come on, if you really want to talk about people impacting positively in the community, professionally, we should be talking about Dean, but anyways, there's, there's appreciate another, that. Appreciate there's that, another time. There's another time next year, man. <laughs> for sure, for sure, absolutely. And I, 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 and for I don't know if you, I, I don't think the, I think the voting is closed, but I did vote for you, Bola. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> right, no I appreciate that. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Okay, so so Bola, I mean, before we get into talking about the actual role of a scrum of, of a scrum master, uh, for the non-IT viewers, if you can explain uh, what exactly is is, is uh, Scrum, and before you start, Bola, actually, just for the viewers, a heads up. Folks, any questions you have about Scrum or Scrum Masters, any career questions you have, feel free to put in the comments. Uh, I, I will have Bola respond to the questions uh, later on in the segment. But any questions you have, feel free to put in the comments, and we're going to keep get this thing rolling. Uh, so back to the question, Bola. Yeah, if you can, uh, uh, you know, before we get into talking about the Scrum Master, uh, can you tell, explain to everyone and even the non-IT viewers, what exactly is Scrum? Absolutely. Um, I get this question a lot. What yes. exactly is Scrum? So as against just defining Scrum, what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain what Scrum is. And I'm going to start from how Scrum started. Okay. okay. So in 1986, two great guys, um, two great Asian guys, management professionals, uh, experts, gurus in the management field, um, did an extensive work in 1986 and released a paper called The New New Product Development Game. And in the paper, actually, the paper was the first time where Scrum was referenced. And from their study, they realized that a lot of organizations that have achieved some bit of stability and some bit of speed had three things in common. The first thing that they had in common was they had smaller teams working on products between three to nine. Smaller teams right. working on product. Two, they also realized that when organizations, when leadership, when management gives this team a challenge, an objective, they deliver better and faster than 
if they gave them tactical activities. Mm. Also, they realized that from their session, from their research, they realized that when you allow this team to self-organize, when you allow them to take their own decision, when you allow them to decide on their own approach at solving problems, they get better and then they deliver faster to their customers. Mm -hmm. Lastly, they realize that when you have people working on smaller things, they deliver better and faster than if they had a lot of things that they're working on at the same time. And they liken that experience to scrum in rugby. Oh, okay. So that was the original, that was the origin of scrum. Then in 1993, Jeff Sutherland, the, one of the forefathers of Scrum, took the concept from the new new product development game paper and applied it to a project he was working on. Mm. And he saw that they achieved a lot of positive results by applying some of the concept in the paper to a project he was working on. And then in 1995, he met with his friend uh, Ken Schweber and then they formalize the Scrum process. So right. what then is Scrum? Scrum is a framework that is applied to projects or engagement that are complex and adaptive. You will understand that there are two kinds of processes. Uh, if you're working on a project. So if you're working on a project, there are projects that you can identify and define everything that you need to do at the beginning and nothing will change. Mm -hmm. And there are also some projects that you may not really be able to define everything until you try some things and you learn from those things and you use the learning to improve on the next step of things. So Scrum is used for projects, programs, products and engagement that are complex mm. but that are adaptive and is based on empirical process control is used to develop product project and other work right by allowing people to try things learn from the experiments and use the learning to improve on the way they do work so in a nutshell scrum is a framework that is people-centric that is used to solve complex adaptive problems okay ama amazing explanation that 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 that, that was I, I mean i can't uh, it was it's very very easy to understand the way that you explained it so you know appreciate that bola uh, now bola i i must now i'm assuming that uh, going by this definition the way you explained it scrum is not restricted only to it is that correct <clears throat> Very correct. And I'll tell you why. Um, originally, it started with software development. Mm -hmm. But its application has been extended beyond software development. Okay. I've worked in telecoms, I've worked in retail, I've worked in insurance, and I've worked as a Scrum Master, and I've seen Scrum being applied to those sectors. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay, got it, got it. Right. Uh, so I guess going from Scrum, um, uh, Bola, like, so how did the, the role of a Scrum Master really come about? And was it kind of a recent thing or, and what is the purpose of a Scrum Master? Good, good question. So because Scrum is a framework, it's totally different from 
the way organizations used to work. So when an organization wants to adopt Scrum and implement Scrum as a way of work in the organization, and because it's also kind of new to that organization, they will need someone who understands Scrum, mm. the mindset, the, the values, the principles, the practices of Scrum. They will need that individual to come into the organization and help in adopting and in practicing Scrum. And that's where the Scrum Master comes in. So the Scrum Master is an individual who understands the fundamental principles and values of Scrum and the processes of Scrum, and who is able to help teams and organizations in the adoption, in the practice, and in the use of Scrum to deliver whatever work they're doing. Mm -hmm. Think about it as I'm trying to learn how to drive. Learning to drive is new to me. I need yeah. someone who understands the techniques of driving, who understands this, who knows the skills of driving to come in, to teach me, to mentor me, to coach, to coach me on how to drive. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what a scrum master does to an organization that is adopting scrum or that is practicing scrum. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, now, another question I was really dying to ask you, Bola, is that now, now as a, as a recruiter, right? So I, I recruit in the IT space. And what I have noticed is whenever I, I'm recruiting for, uh, you know, a scrum master role or any role requiring scrum, I always simultaneously, I hear about agile. Uh, so what is, can you describe, like, is, is, is that just a coincidence or is there a relationship between scrum and agile? Uh, can you tell us more about that? Absolutely. So look at scrum as a state. Mm. An organization wants to continue to operate in a state. One, a state of speedily delivering value, a state of managing and responding to change, a state that drives collaboration. But they will need like a framework. They will need like a method to operate in that state. So okay. agile is a state. Scrum is one of the ways that organizations, teams can practice or be in that state. Mm -hmm. I use another example. I want to be healthy. I want to be physically fit. That is okay. state that I want to be in. And there are several methods, there are several frameworks that I can take to be healthy, to be physically fit. I can either do, I can either start playing soccer or I can start doing yoga. Mm -hmm. The state of being physically fit and healthy is agile, being oh, agile. Okay. While um, exercising by doing yoga is a framework, is a method, is scrum. Ah, a lot of person can say, oh, you know what? I don't want to play soccer. I don't want to go to gym. I, do, I just want to do, um, I just want to do yoga. Yeah, yeah. So you have several frameworks that are used to achieve the state of agility. So Agile has several frameworks under its umbrella and Scrum is one of those frameworks. I, I love that analogy. That was, that was such a fantastic analogy. I mean, and, and um, you know, for, I'm pretty sure uh, the non-IT, I mean, you know, most of the people tuning in are definitely people from tech who, who, who understand it. But for the non-tech people, that was a beautiful uh, example, Abol. I really appreciate that. Uh, now, uh, just before we move ahead to the next question, so someone asked, uh, will this be shared 
after it's done. Yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, so to whoever asked that question, you can watch the replay after it's done. And uh, we have a comment here from Renu. Renu, nice to see you here. So Renu says most people get confused with that. It can get applied to IT only. So I guess uh, um, in terms of uh, you know Scrum, Scrum not being applicable only to IT. Uh, so I appreciate your comment, Renu. Uh, so I, I mean, Bola, for, in regards to a Scrum master, what does the typical day of a Scrum master look like? Good question. So there is really no. You can have as a Scrum master, the your typical day varies based on a number of things. One, based on the day of the week or the day that you're in in the sprint mm -hmm. one also your typical day will be influenced by things like the number of teams that you are supporting right or you can also be in you can also be influenced by the state of adoption of the organization with respect to scrum but typically uh if I'm to give an umbrella explanation, what I will say is, so my day as a scrum master starts with getting coffee. I love coffee a lot. Uh, is getting coffee, looking at my calendar to see what ceremonies I have. Someday it might just be daily scrum. Right. Which is usually the first, the first sort of ceremony that we have during the day. Another day, for example, if it's the end of the sprint, I might be preparing for sprint review and sprint retrospective, for example. But my typical day starts by understanding what I have in my schedule. And also at the end of once I have that uh, daily scrum, I then go into my organization, into my team to say, okay, what are the things that you're working on and where do you need my help? Right. Some days I find myself spending time helping to remove an impediment or something that is protecting the team from advancing. Another time I find myself uh, organizing workshops for other teams or for the leadership of the organization. Mm -hmm. Another day, I might find myself uh, working with the team, facilitating some of their ceremonies, maybe backlog refinement or not. So what I'm trying to say is there's really no, uh, the days are sort of different depending right. on uh, where we are in the sprint, or the product that we're working on, or what the challenge is at that time. So, so very, very dynamic, very dynamic. Very dynamic, uh, absolutely. Got it, got it. Okay. And uh, so, for, you know, going from there, Bola, again, uh, you know, as a scrum master, and you know, being a scrum master yourself, how how does one define success as a, as a scrum master? This is a very interesting question, and I'll tell you why. Okay. As a scrum master, you're not accountable or responsible for delivery. Mm. Your responsibility is to support the team right. in delivery and also to improve the maturity of the team. So how do you measure success as a scrum master? I see myself as a successful scrum master when my team the team that I'm supporting when they don't need me. Ah, interesting. That's one. Interesting. It means that I've been able to support the team and build the team to a state <laughs> that they are self-organizing, that they are self-reliant, and they are self-directing. Mm -hmm. So that's one. Secondly, uh, I will see myself as a successful Scrum Master if I see the team that I support constantly and continuously delivering value to the customers or to the users or to the business. 
I will see myself as a successful Scrum Master if I see the team that I am supporting constantly improving on their delivery. Right. So the ref my success is reflective of the team's performance and the organization's maturity in adopting Scrum. Got it. So, so it's, I mean, very much tied up with the, with the successes of the organization, the team, uh, would you tie into your success as a, as a scrum master from what you're saying? Right, right. Okay, very, very interesting. Very interesting. And, and, uh, uh, Bola, like, what are some of the key challenges one faces as, as a scrum master? Like, if you could pick, you know, some of the main challenges or typical challenges, uh, which might be of interest or that some of the viewers might be experiencing themselves. And how do you suggest these challenges are tackled? So, the biggest challenge to any change initiative is the culture mm. of the organization. Remember, to a lot of organizations, adopting or practicing Scrum is a new thing. You're trying to challenge legacy thinking, legacy practice. Mm. You're trying to introduce new things, new ways of working to the organization. And as a Scrum Master, your responsibility is to promote the adoption and promote the values and the principles of Agile and Scrum. And you have people in the organization that have been for the past 5, 10, 15 years used to a particular way. So one of the challenges is changing the culture of the organization. Another challenge, which is very big, is leadership. Leadership likes the benefit of adopting Scrum, but they're not really committed to seeing the implementation, the real implementation of Scrum in organizations. Third challenge will be for individuals, particularly uh, individuals who've occupied a managerial position for a long time. Mm -hmm. Now you're redesigning the organization because for you to adopt Scrum, you need to redesign the organization. You're changing the organization from hierarchical structure to a flat structure. Yeah. You're removing job titles. You're removing and decomposing reporting structure. And that will threaten a lot of people's um, control, a lot of people's power, if you will. So mm -hmm. as Scrum Master, when you're going into an organization newly, these are some of the challenges that you will face. How do you tackle them? First, coaching. One of the things that I have done in several places that I've worked is to look around for case studies, successful case studies of organizations that were in the same structure that the organization was in and have adopted Scrum and the values that they've got from adopting Scrum and how they've responded to the change, how they've responded to the change. So I bring in those case studies and I say, see, this organization was doing exactly what we were doing about four years ago, about five years ago. Now they adopted Scrum and they redesigned their organization. Right. And those case studies also have challenges. And I read it to them. 
Secondly, I do a lot of workshops. I do a lot of enlightenment. I do a lot of sensitization. Mm. Lastly, I always come from the angle of the pain point. We're trying to adopt change. We're trying to adopt Scrum because we see limitations in the current way that we're working. Now, if we don't respond, if we don't change the way we work, we are still going to continue to have and experience these limitations. And we know how much this is costing us. Yeah. And nobody experiences change without adjustment. Cultural and structural adjustment to the composition of the organization. And last, lastly, let people, drive people to take ownership of those changes as a Scrum Master. Okay, lo love that, Bola. So, and and to uh, for your final point, what you're basically saying is when, when you do that, I guess people feel more involved in the process of change as well, I guess. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You let people take ownership. You involve them. You carry them along. You let them see the pain in the current process and the value that they will get when they move to being agile or adopting Scrum and practicing and using Scrum. Got it. Got it. Okay. Love that. Love that. Uh, and uh, and in terms of, and I guess you kind of mentioned this already, um, Bola, but what would you say are some, some of your recommended best practices for Scrum Masters? Anything you can add to that? Um, so first is... So Scrum is Scrum has several practices, roles, and the roles that bind them together. Mm. Um, what I will say is, first, understand that change is difficult. Right. Best practice, identify the small changes that you can start implementing. Don't wait till you have buy-in for massive change. Start implementing small changes and start mm -hmm. celebrating results that you're getting from small changes. All right, okay. Take small bites first. That's what Absolutely. Okay. Small, incremental delivery of change. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and uh, folks, uh, for those of you watching, I do see we have a lot of comment, uh, questions here, so I will be getting around to the questions shortly. We're definitely going to put uh, Bola in the hot seat, right? So uh, just give me a few minutes. <laughs> so just uh, uh, we'll get to the question shortly. Uh, now, uh, Bola, like, what are some common mistakes you see Scrum Masters make, and, and what are your suggestions on that? Oh, great. One big mistake that I've seen new Scrum Masters make is one trying to impose new ideas and changes on the team. This is what a lot of Scrum Masters, new Scrum Masters, this is one of the mistakes that they made. Mm -hmm. Oh, so they get into the organization without <laughs> understanding how the organization currently runs their processes. Mm. They want to start implementing changes right there and then. <laughs> okay, okay. So one of the things that my, my technique or uh, my, uh, my principle is a threefold principle. The first is observation. The second is conversation. Mm -hmm. And then the third is recommendation. When I get into an organization, nice. the first one, two weeks, I'm just observing how they're running their ceremonies, how they're doing their practices. I'm just observing. I'm not saying... Okay, so from now on, this is how we're going to be doing this. Now that's not how to implement change. 
that's not how to be an effective scrum master. For the first one, two weeks, I'm just observing. Mm-hmm. From my observation, I notice some things that are not being done right. Right, okay. And the next thing is I start having conversation with them. And my conversation is not to say, hey, you're not doing this right. You should start doing it this way. My conversation is um, takes a coaching format. So, hey, Dean, um, I noticed that during your daily scrum, uh, you spent more than 15 minutes, right? Or why did you do that? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, because we need to go into a lot of details about, oh, right. Do you think there is another ceremony that you can use for that detail? Oh, we don't. From my conversation, I will know that, one, there's a, there's a limitation in their knowledge. Right. Like they don't understand it. Oh, when I say, okay, so I see you're doing this. Uh, what kind of value are you getting from this? Oh, well, we kind of deliver like 80%. Do you think there are ways that you can improve your delivery? Oh, yeah, absolutely. What are the ways that you think we can improve our delivery? Do you think if you do this? When I go from that angle as a coach and I see they're still not getting, I can then step in as a mentor to say, oh, you know, I used to work with Bell and we're doing exactly the same thing. And then the team decided to try new things. And this was one mm. of the things that they tried and this was the value that they got from it. Uh, do you think we might want to try that? Right. What are the things? And you say, oh, I'm not sure. What are the things that you think will help us to try those new things? What are the things that we need? to be able to try those new things. And when I'm done with conversation, then I now have my recommendation. Mm. And the recommendation will be taken through all the people in, on the team or in the organization. They have to see that, yes, those were the problems that we had and we believe in the recommendation. And then I support them in implementing those recommendations. So right. scrum- as you don't want to go in and start changing things. Mm. You want to work with the team to identify those challenges, those problems, and work with them also to identify opportunities for improvement and support the adoption and the um, support them in actually implementing those recommendations. You are a change enabler. You're not really a change driver. Okay. The change is owned by the organization. You're just to support them. Got it. Got it. So, so what you're saying, Bola, is uh, major mistakes. You know, new scrum masters do is they just rush right in. They're like, yeah, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. So, what you're recommending? What you're uh, yeah, and then and I guess what you recommend uh, your recommendation is your three steps, uh, which you mentioned was observation, uh, com- uh, conversation. And, and then, then recommendation. Don't I love that. Yeah. Recommendation straight. You yeah. want to know why people do what they do. Got you it. want to help them to see that there are better ways of doing it. And based on your knowledge, based on your experience, you can then say, do you want to consider these new ways? Mm-hmm. People will not change until they see a problem in the current state. Mm-hmm. Got it. And now, Bola, quick, quick, quick follow-up question regarding that. I, and I'm sure it's possible that sometimes when you're in the convers in the uh, the conversation stage, uh, the, the the end user or the stakeholder, they they might not be consciously aware of 
you know, maybe a, a pain point they have or something they're doing inefficiently. So would you say that you have to also ask the right questions to uncover that so that they Absolutely. themselves, uh, right? Absolutely. So a scrum master wears six hats. <laughs> right. A scrum master is a coach. Mm. A coach asks powerful, logical questions that will help the team to unearth problems and also help them to come up with opportunities to solve those problems by themselves. Mm -hmm. So on one hand, a Scrum Master is a coach. On the other hand, a Scrum Master is a mentor who has experience, who has knowledge and is able to recommend some improvement opportunities or suggest some improvement opportunities. A Scrum Master is also a facilitator. A Scrum Master is a teacher. A Scrum Master is not a manager. You see, particularly from people that come from being a project manager to being a Scrum Master, uh, the mentality of management still follows them. So they think, yeah, I have to manage you. No. So for, scrum, for new Scrum Masters, you're not a team leader. You're not a team manager. You're using the servant leadership mindset. But you're there to support the team. Right. You can mean by mentoring, by coaching, by teaching, by facilitating, but you are not the leader of the team. Got it. Got it. Got it. Love that. Uh, so, I mean, speaking about the, the career path, uh, Bola, uh, I mean, how does one become a scrum master? You know, for those viewers who might be interested in this career path, uh, how does one become a scrum master? What are the qualifications and requirements? What type of experience should they gather, if any? Uh, can you Can you tell the viewers about that? Absolutely. And one thing that my belief is there is nothing that anybody cannot do. All you need is the right mindset. Mm. All you need is the right mindset. So for anyone to transition from any other role to a scrum master role, one, you need to really understand scrum because you're going to be supporting organizations in adopting, practicing, and maturing in Scrum. So you need to understand Scrum. Also, you need to understand the profile of a Scrum Master. A Scrum Master is not a manager. I'm not saying there are bad things about managers. I'm just saying that as a Scrum Master, you need to have the right mindset. Certifications also help. And I'll talk about certifications. I did that a, a little, but I'll talk about certifications. And this is my recommendation. Um, there, are three there are three kinds of certifications that you can take to be able to get into the Scrum space, or to be able to start working as the Scrum Master. You can take a certification from Scrum Alliance, and that's a Scrum Master, Certified Scrum Master, CSM. Uh, you can take a certification from scrum.org, the Professional Scrum Master, PSM. Or you can take a certification from Project Management Institute. Uh, that mm -hmm. sort of covers beyond Scrum. It's a PMI ACP, Agile Certified Practitioner. 
The certifications are good. They help you. But the mindset, the right mindset, the knowledge of Scrum, these are the most important things that you need as a Scrum master or to get into a Scrum master. I've seen people who used to be developers and now Scrum masters. I've seen people who used to be business mm -hmm. analysts and now Scrum masters. I've seen people who used to be HR executives and now Scrum masters. I see people who used to be project manager and now Scrum masters. All you need is to understand the frame that you need to be in. The skill set, communication, coaching, um, mentoring, uh, facilitating, right. teaching. These are the skills that you need to be able to operate or to be able to work as an effective Scrum Master. The tools are also good, you know, the tools like Jira, tools like Confluence and all. These are also good, but more importantly, it's the mindset, those soft skills. These are things that are needed to be able to succeed as a Scrum Master. And also you need to understand change, human and behavioral psychology. Mm. Right, because, you, because you're dealing with people like 100% of the time. 100% of the time you're dealing with people, you're dealing with leadership, you're dealing with culture. Mm -hmm. And you need to arm yourself with that understanding, human and behavioral psychology, understanding of scrum and the scrum framework the values and the practices of scrum gotcha for you to be able to work as a scrum master effectively gotcha gotcha uh so bola i mean uh, in terms of the evolution or or you know from that respect do you see the role of a scrum master changing or or evolving uh, in the short term or, or even in the long term uh what are your thoughts on that um I, I personally think that agile and scrum um will still be around for a long time mm. particularly because of the recent happening a lot of organizations are starting to one pivot or starting to change their legacy processes because they've seen a lot of limitation in that right so what i strongly believe is Agile is going to be around for a while. Scrum is the most popular framework in Agile. It's also going to be around for a while. I see the Scrum Master role being around for a while. And I see the Scrum Master role getting into Agile coaching and also executive coaching. Interesting. Okay. I don't think it's going to be gone anytime soon. Right. It's here to stay. It's here to stay. I, I think it's, it's, a awesome. lot of organizations are now, given what's happened right now, a lot of organizations are now redesigning their, their structure and their culture and their processes. Mm. They're, now, uh, they're now understanding the importance of flexibility, the importance of responding to change, the importance of, of, of speed, speed to market the importance right. of engaging and collaborating with the user community or the customers. Mm. Got it. Fantastic. Fantastic, Bola. Great information. Uh, and folks, I do see the questions. We're going to get into the questions shortly. But before we get to the Bola, and just to let all of you know, like Bola is very active on social media. I follow him on LinkedIn and, and also on Instagram as well. 
and he does these really nice, uh, very concise uh, videos he's been doing, and we're going to have him speak about those uh, shortly. But uh, Bola, can you tell us, tell the viewers more about, uh, I guess, your new venture and your training program and how you can help uh, scrum masters uh, or, or or just individuals uh, through your services. Absolutely, thank you so very much for giving me My this pleasure. opportunity to. My pleasure. Uh, this is like this is like free advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um, so two years ago, when I got into the country, um, um, I was somewhat lucky. Um, I got I got I got started almost immediately. Uh, but I, I I spoke with a lot of people, and the story was sort of different. Uh, a lot of people had challenges integrating their career into the Canadian market. A lot of people had challenges uh, getting the right gigs. A lot of people actually thought that they were not going to be able to kickstart their career and they settled for some other gig. So myself and my co-partner got together and we started a, we, we started a social enterprise called Helping Other People Succeed. Because really and truly, your career defines your social status. Yeah. When people meet you like, hey, hi, Dina, what's going on? Uh, what do you do? Where do you work? Yeah. Right. Number two, if you're not settled in your career, it will affect every other part of your life. So we created this, this platform called Helping Other People Succeed, where we help professionals, particularly immigrants into the country, where we help them to, one, first of all, change their mindset that you can come into this country from wherever and literally start from where you left off from your country, mm -hmm. managerial position or level. You do not necessarily have to uh, get on some jobs before you then transition to your real. So one, you can be anything that you want to be. And secondly, transforming their career. Some people will get into this country and they will realize that, hey, you know what? Uh, what I was doing before in my home country uh, was really great there, but it started different here. So I need to understand uh, the next level of my career. That kind of thing. So we also help with that. And we help by providing mentoring and all of this free mm. pro bono. Mentoring, coaching, uh, resume critique, uh, job readiness assessment, um, online info sessions, uh, and all of those things. And wow, we've seen a amazing. lot of, we've seen a lot of, we've got a lot of testimonials. I share one with you, very, very, very dear to my heart. Uh, last year, there was a lady uh, that someone introduced me to. Um, she had made up her mind. She'd been around for close to six months. She hadn't gotten anything. And she had said to herself, next month, I'm going to pack my bag and I'm going to move back to India. Wow. It seems like I cannot succeed in Canada. I'm going back home. And when the person introduced me to her, we got talking. I said, like, you know what? Do you believe that you can, you can, you can succeed here? Do you believe that you can be whatever it is that you want to be in this country? This country gives you a lot of opportunity. Do you think so? She started by saying, I, I don't really think so. I've been here for over five months. I haven't really got something. And then we started working with her, with her mindset, started changing her mindset. In November, she got a gig with one of the banks. Wow. And she's here right now. 
So this is some of the testimonials that we get. This is some of the feedback that we get. And this is one of the things that keep us going. Um, and we have several other projects, that, uh, several other uh, initiatives that we run, like Fireside Chat, where we bring thought leaders and industry experts to come and share tips. Uh, we, we had Dean um, yes, last yes. month, and it was powerful. It was great. One person was planning, was, was, was preparing for interview. And she reached out to me and like, you know what, you better join this, this session. She joined the session. She got a lot of tips from that session. She went for the interview. She was successful. She moved to the final stage. Oh, wow. She said to me, you know what, I got a lot of things from, from that. Uh, we brought someone else, uh, Katija, about uh, making your, your LinkedIn profile really professional. Uh, so we have a lot of... Um, we just launched another initiative, actually, an initiative called GoPro, where we're supporting 43 people, 43 professionals to get their PMP, their CAPM, and their CBAP certification by providing free training. Wow. Free mentoring, free coaching, support in, 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 in applying for the exam and also free material. So these are some of the things that, that we do, and we get support from several people like Dean and, and, and other people. Um, you, you can check that. It's HOPS, helping other people succeed, hopsglobal.org. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. My pleasure. And folks, yeah, I'm just going to put the, so hopsglobal.org, uh, Bola, is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Let me just add that uh, to the screen so people can see it. So that's the website. Uh, make sure you check it out, folks. Great resources. And, uh, you know, uh, you can get involved. Uh, so check that out for more information. Again, as Bola mentioned, I have been involved as a speaker at one of their events, great events, so much great information. And they're consistently inviting people. I know Katija as well. I think she was the recent guest. So shout out to Katija, uh, who, who's, uh, who posts about LinkedIn uh, profiles and information regarding that. So make sure you get involved, folks. Make sure you check it out for more information. And, uh, and Bola, in terms of uh, people who want to connect with you, like I know you're obviously very active on, on LinkedIn, uh, which is where we first connected. But what's the best way for people to connect with you, Bola, and stay in touch? Uh, it's got to be LinkedIn. So my name is Bola Adeshokwe on LinkedIn. Um, you can also connect with me on Instagram. It's Bola Adeshokwe or on Twitter, Bola Adeshokwe. Uh, just one thing about LinkedIn. If you are not, if you are not active on LinkedIn, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's a yeah. professional network. I met Dean even before I got into the country. We reached, I reached out to him even before I got into the country and he was, he was one of the most responsive uh, people I've met. Like, he just said, oh, sure, you know, I don't have a role right now, but hey, keep in touch when you get into the country. And then we've been, we've been, we've been, he's been great support since then. Um, so you can find me on LinkedIn, Bala Adeshokwe. You can find me on um, Instagram, Bala Adeshokwe. I post a lot of resources, I write articles, I have some videos, um, um, you know, on, on Instagram and on LinkedIn, ABC coaching 90 seconds, where I answer a few questions in, in 90 seconds uh, with folks. Yeah, th those are awesome. And, and as you can see, folks, Bola is a high energy, very positive, enthusiastic <laughs> guy. So, you know, such a positive uh, influence, right? So, so make sure you follow him on Instagram as well. So look him up. Uh, uh, his name is right there on the screen. So make sure you look him up and, and um, you know, um, um, follow him uh, and also connect with him on LinkedIn, a great person to be connected with. Uh, so, uh, Bola, if you're, if you're okay on time, do you have a few minutes for some questions from the viewers? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I appreciate it. appreciate that, Bola. So let me just uh, look here for some questions 
And uh, if you have any questions, folks, feel free to put it in the in the comments. Uh, so so Hemant here asks uh, how to implement how to incorporate Scrum or Agile in data science. I'm a Power BI developer and wondering how I can use the Scrum mindset in my day to day. Any thoughts on that, Bola? Great. So the Scrum mindset says one: start from where you are with what you know and where you have and what you have where you are what you know with what you have don't wait till you have everything figured out before you start secondly always consider what is of value to the users to the stakeholders to the business three experiment try new things it's from experimentation that we learn so as a power bi as a as a power bi developer constantly continuously improve on the value that you're delivering to the people that consume your work also always know that you don't have to wait for everything to be ready before you can start delivering mm. thirdly deliver value in small incremental frame got it excellent Ex excellent advice there bola i appreciate that uh, hey hope that helps uh, in terms of your question uh we have a question here from someone bola and they wanted to know can you share your experience of applying scrum to domain outside of it uh, any examples of that bola you can share Yes, yeah, sure, I can. So I remember I worked on a project, uh, and it was a very interesting project. It was um, it was implementing a loyalty initiative for for an organization in the in the banking sector. Just a loyalty initiative. They had two objectives. They wanted to one get customer stickiness, mm. and two new client acquisition. Those were the two objectives. The people that were with them, they wanted them to continue to stay with them. And then the people that were not with them, they wanted to attract them. Right. So they, they initiated a project called the Loyalty Initiative Project. And based on what Scrum is, we have, we had iterations. So the first two weeks, we decided on what we want to achieve based on two things. Based on one, what is of value to the customers or to the users? And then secondly, what are the dependencies and the level of difficulty for those things? So the first one month, we identified just three things that we think will add the most value to the users or to the customers. We implemented those things. We delivered them to the customers. We got their feedback. And based mm -hmm. on their feedback, we went on for another one month and we implemented the feedback and new things that they wanted. This had nothing to do with IT. And then we continuously, after every one month or two months, we were continuously adding new things to the loyalty initiative. That's non-IT. Got it. Got it. A great example there, Bola. I appreciate that. So, uh, so sometimes it doesn't show the name of the person, but whoever asked the question, hope that that was helpful and insightful. Uh, we have a question from Magwesh uh, who asks, 
In an ideal environment situation where the dev team and product owner perform their duties with utmost perfection, how does a Scrum Master add value to this situation? Great. So they're already performing to perfection, although I don't believe there is perfection <laughs> in work. Now they're already performing to perfection. Great. There's something called there's always room for improvement. What are the other ways or what are the other things that they can add to improve their perfection? Mm. That's on one hand. On the other hand, if you think there's nothing else that they can start doing, which I doubt, the next thing is who are the, organ who are the teams that these guys interact with? Are they also already adopting and practicing and using and delivering agile the way it should be if they're not then your scrum the scrum master's role is to then move to the next mm -hmm. phase but i actually don't believe that an organized a team can continue to operate in a state where they don't need improvement they sell the new things try new things help them to try new things there's mm -hmm. something called shoe Ari. You master, sure, you master a practice. You learn a practice, how you master the practice, and then re, you break the practice. Now we've perfected this. What are the things that we can improve on? Mm -hmm. So that will be the role of the Scrum Master. Constantly, continuously, improving the way the team works and the value that they deliver try new practice try awesome. uh, peer programming for example mm -hmm. try new things always get them to try new things to improve excellent fantastic bola thanks so much uh, magwish hope that answers your question i think it made uh, perfect sense from uh, from my end so i uh, hope that answers your question uh we have another question here uh, and it's, hi, Bola, do you mean that in Scrum there is no project manager? Who manages the entire project in this framework? Uh, this is a very good question, and I will respond to that by saying Scrum has just three roles. Um, the Scrum master, the product owner, and the development team. Also, the responsibility for managing the entire product is shared across these three roles. Mm. So when an organization is operating uh, as adopted Scrum, you will not hear the title project manager. But the function that a project manager performs has been spread across those roles. Got it. Got it. Excellent. May, uh, make, makes perfect sense, Bola. So, and and hope uh, hope that answers your question. Thanks so much for the question. Uh, we'll take one more question, folks. I want to be respective of Bola's time. I know he's a very busy guy and he's given us a lot, a lot of time already. But uh, we have a question here, Bola, and a few few actually, I guess, uh, junior level people have asked this, and that is, uh, and the Simon is asking, how can a fresh Scrum Master gain experience? Every entry level role asks for two to three years experience. Yes, I know. I know. Um... And this is, this, is, this is a question that, that I get asked a lot. Uh, and the truth is organizations have 
have reasons why they have two, three years experience and you know, you don't expect someone who just who just who just started to have that experience. Um, so how do you address that? Um, I know there's some organizations that that provide internship platform. Um, I know Career Edge. Uh, mm -hmm. I also know that there are some organizations that have community of practice in their organization where they're growing the practice of Scrum and Agile and where they're also helping to develop Scrum Masters. I think one thing that you can do is look for such organizations. Mm -hmm. Or if, you have an, if you're in an organization where they already practice Scrum, one thing that you want to do is start shadowing start understudying the Scrum Master in that organization. By doing that, you start gaining Scrum Master experience. I, in, my, in my organization, I have some guy who is really interested in Scrum, and he spoke to my, my VP that, oh, you know what, I really like this, I want to get into it. And I bring the guy into all of our ceremonies. He sort of shadowing me and at the end at times i ask him questions so did you see what i did uh is there anything that you would have done better if you were the one how would you get how would you get on this right so this is this is some of the ways i think you can you can gain those experiences as a scrum master as a fresh scrum master okay got it i mean uh, great advice there bola i appreciate that simon i hope that helps and and all the best to you in your in your journey to uh, towards being a scrum master so with that being said folks i'm gonna wrap this up uh, bola thank you so much for your time just wanted to share some positive feedback from the viewers uh we have io saying nice hanging out with you fantastic one keep it up and scrum on i like that scrum on scrum cool on stuff, right? Cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we got taiwo saying amazing thanks a lot bola and dean absolutely uh, taiwo uh, we got Obi saying, thank you, Bolo, for sharing your thoughts. Always. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, and uh, that's, yeah. So, and, and folks, let us know in the comments, uh, you know, and make sure you thank Bolo for his time. He's a, uh, obviously, you know, very friendly, very approachable per person. So make sure you connect with Bola. And Bola, you're okay with people uh, connecting with you on LinkedIn, Absolutely. I guess? Absolutely. Right? I love to support, just like Dean, I love to support new guys. I love to support professionals in advancing their career and business. So always connect. Awesome. Sounds, sounds good, Bola. And uh, folks, thank you so much for all of you tuning in. Uh, if you didn't get to catch the whole uh, episode, uh, the replay will be up after this session ends. So feel free to watch the replay. And later this afternoon, I will upload it to my YouTube as well as if you prefer audio, I'll, I'll upload it to my Anchor account, uh, which is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that stuff. So make sure you check it out. And I will definitely would love to have you back on the show to talk about other topics, uh, topics as well, Bola, in the future. Absolutely. And, uh, and make sure, folks, you check out uh, Bola's organization. Uh, for more information on how to get involved, I put it back on the screen right there. Hops Global, a uh, great organization to be be, uh, be a part of and, and connect with. Uh, thanks so much, Bola. Uh, really appreciate your time. Really fantastic uh, collaborating with you again. I look forward to much more uh, future collaborations as well. And to all the viewers, thank you so much uh, for tuning in and hope everyone got so much value out of it. Thanks so much, everyone. And thanks, Bola. Have a good day. All right. Bye, everyone. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. Yeah.